If we stay in the comfort zone all the time, then we're just, we're holding ourselves in this container of who we are. But what gets people confused is they think, I just want to be authentic. Great, you are authentic, but you can be authentic and boring as shit, okay? Or hell, whatever word, right? And listen, the more you practice, that's why I love coaching and helping people, actors or musicians, or they, they all have coaches. Look at these guys, the NFLs take the sports, the Olympic skaters. I mean, my, my daughter grew up with uh, Olympic ice skaters. I did a bunch of makeup for NBC Wide World Sports, the Olympics and things. So, but these people are so good at what they're doing, but they still have a coach. You know, so sometimes you've got to be coached to bring things out to the more. I'm Janet Ahmed, host of Hacks and Hobbies podcast and a digital presence advisor at HumbleZone. This episode is brought to you by Home Studio Mastery. I launched a consultation and course program to help podcasters and course creators to create a space in their homes that will reduce the friction of creating content and appearing their best when showing up on camera. The pandemic gave us a lot of issues, but this one is here to stay. We're now so much closer to our audience thanks to video becoming more popular and affordable. I help guide folks who want to create Hollywood-worthy studios to not only capture great content, but also build more confidence, more authority, and be more comfortable in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can too. And with my help, you can do it faster. So if you'd like to learn more, visit homestudiomastery.com and how you too can create a home studio that brings out your personality, professionalism, and possibilities. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Today, we get to speak with Lisa Monette, a social media, video voice coach, growth strategist, camera confidence ninja, and she specializes in authentic live video coaching for leaders who must have content that engages, is creative, and converts. She has personally been responsible for millions of dollars of sales and recruiting, including her pink trophy on wheels for Mary Kay Cosmetics, keynote training, five-figure launches on Facebook with her Come Live on Camera challenges. She has worked on teams and trained with elite superstars such as Tony Robbins, top celebrity voice coach Roger Love, Academy Awards film pro Travis Shields, and Hollywood Reel producer Jay Menez, along with others. Her passion is to help entrepreneurs to stop stalling and to stand out in their life by using their voice on video. I'm super excited to bring her on the podcast. And in this episode, we're going to jump in and discover Lisa's origin story. Lisa, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. We've connected for the past couple of years through Greg Roulette, and it's been an amazing journey knowing you and learning about you. So thank you so much for agreeing to coming on to my funny little podcast. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. So glad to be here. So Lisa, you are a live video expert. So tell us a little bit, little bit about yourself and how you got like really involved into live being a live video expert. 
you know, I love it when I hear when I hear the the, the name live video expert. Sounds like I'm really good at watching Netflix. She's live. She's so good at watching videos. <laughs> and it's not. I'm not a gamer either. I'm actually, you know, I'm a count. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's like live video expert. She knows how to watch it. Uh, I, you know what? Here's what happened, Janine. It, it's I started watching people do challenges a few years back, especially during COVID, you know, during the pandemic and all that, people pretty locked down. And I started watching people doing videos. And even be way before that, I was always watching people on camera. I was a professional makeup artist. I was born in Hollywood. I had my own makeup brand. I traveled and I, I just did, I have a big story around doing, you know, events. But I really started to look at when, when everyone started getting on the internet more for Facebook Live, when all that started coming out, I started to see, I'll call it a bunch of amateurs versus people that are you know, <laughs> professional, right? Um, is this thing on? I'm just going to wait till some people start talking and then I'll talk. Exactly. And, you know, and I am an entrepreneur. I mean, I have my whole thing is entrepreneurship, freedom. I'm all about freedom and expression. I grew up taking dancing, you know, I, I'm a creative soul. So what happened is that I started going to Brendan Bouchard events. This is a little bit of a story. It's okay. I'll just kind of tell you what got to answer your question. What is a video expert? Please, please. I love stories. We're all about stories here. So all of a sudden I had my makeup business, Badass Beauty TV, which I still have a million clients from that for many, many years. But I started, I take hip hop, I'm a dancer. So I started dancing with, I'd been dancing with a uh, kind of a big influencer, Shalene Johnson. And she told me, she said, she goes, you got to see this Brendan Bouchard guy. You know, he's kind of trending really big. This is probably was about eight years ago. And I went to his events and then all of a sudden, I loved it. And I was, I was always getting people to get up on the camera and get up and dance in the room. I started like, everybody like knew me in the place. Like there's that Lisa chick that always gets people to come more alive when they're, you know, getting in front of people. So then there was an event that I went to called world's greatest speaker. Have you ever gone to that? Did you ever go to world's greatest? Speaker? I have not. No. You know who Bo Eason is? You follow Bill Bo Eason. Have you ever seen Bo? I wish. I wish. I'm sorry. I'm too new okay. to this world. No, it's good. See, this is, you know what? This is great, Janae, because that's what sometimes people think. Well, everybody knows what I know. Like everyone's mm -hmm. doing the same. No, they don't, you guys. Mm -mm. They actually don't. And the only reason you think they do is the algorithms are showing you the same stuff that you like. <laughs> that exactly. They go, oh, God, this is everybody. No, no. These people no, here, no. they've never even heard yeah. of what you're talking mm -hmm. about. So uh, they did an event and there was three of them. One was uh, Bowieson, who was um, an ex NFL football player. And then he teaches people how to tell their story. So he was, uh, he, he did a Broadway play called uh, Run to the Litter, really great guy. And then they brought on this celebrity voice coach, a guy named Roger Love. So Roger Love ended up coaching Tony Robbins and he did Reese Witherspoon and Joaquin Phoenix and just billions of dollars of uh, Grammy award winning and actors and all kinds of stuff. But he started, he started, he wanted to get into the online space. Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of people that were in the offline space. Name all these subjects and they didn't know the online space. Go back to the online, go back. So anyway, I went to an event with him and, um, it's not, go ahead. Go back to the, that where, um, Roger Love wanted to come back, come on to the online space. So all these celebrity professionals that were like, uh, actors and musicians or sports figures, whatever it is, they were not on the online space. 
So Roger kind of got with, you know, uh, Brenda Bouchard, who was on the online space. And then he just decided, hey, I'm going to try to help now the entrepreneur space, business space versus just this, you know, celebrity singers, because everything is about your voice. So anyway, long story short, I did his program. I started getting coaching by him. And I, then they asked me to be in their program as a, a support person. Then I became the head schmoozer. And it was like, oh, we love Lisa. They kept bringing me on, on the events. So I keep, bring, I keep getting known for being in on these events. So one time, check this out. So I go to a studio in Hollywood and I'm a speaker. I've been in all kinds of different arenas where I've been, the, you know, guest speaker, national speaker, trainer. So I go into Hollywood, this, you, got, you would love this today. He has this office had like these Grammy awards, you know, like billions of dollars of ever from the Beach Boys all the way to Michael Jackson to Gwen wow. Stefani. I'm not joking. Wow. Mm -hmm. So Roger, is, but I, when I saw him on the stage, you go, hey, he's my people. Like he's from LA, I'm from LA. He's down to earth, I'm down to earth. He's funny and outgoing, I'm funny and outgoing. I want to work with them. <laughs> so I started yeah, to work with him. So he, he anyway started coaching me and he says, Lisa, and he has, all, you know, I learned his techniques and that's part of what I do in my coaching. But one mm -hmm. of the things that just blew my mind is he says, all right, listen, he goes, tell me your story. Tell me something. Just talk. So it's just about, see, it's not about the words. It's about the emotion. People Ooh. think they got to get all these words out, right? It's never about the words. People, you're not getting paid by your words. You're getting paid by what your emotions are evoking. So I get, anyway, he's asking me about what I did. And I, I just kind of told him about my makeup business and I want to help people and all this stuff. And he goes, listen, because first of all, that sounds depressing. I said, it's because I'm not used to you. You kind of scared me. <laughs> so then he says, he says, you know what? I want to give you a tip. He goes, you really need to be louder. And I went, what? What do you mean? He goes, no, no, your voice needs to be louder. I go, what do you mean it needs to be louder? My whole life they've been saying, Lisa, bring it down. You're kind of loud. <laughs> and I went, I love it. So anyway, he says, you know, someday you're gonna have a business card. You're gonna be doing what I'm doing because you have so much charisma. So he just gave me permission to say, listen, if you've got a talent and you might not be certified in it or whatever, but it's like, you're good at it. All of us are good at coaching people for different things. That's how I started being a video expert, camera confidence person oh my god i love that story because first of all i love stories i'm calling myself i'm going into storytelling like that's basically the whole idea behind the podcast was okay i first of all i was like i don't have a story yes, why would anybody yes, listen to my story but then gary vaynerchuk told me dude just document your journey and i was like what am i doing to document and Luckily, I was just had just finished podcast. Uh, sorry, had just finished my beekeeper class. I'm a beekeeper. Wow. Back in 2018, I took an eight week beekeeping class and became a beekeeper. And I do started documenting the journey on the podcast. So you can still go and listen to the first episode. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm going to talk. <laughs> Talk on I can phone. see you with the little hat, and the whole thing, and out in the country. <laughs> yes, I got the whole, I got the whole lot of fails because. Listen, cause if Hollywood was casting you, you know, central casting, they could cast you in so many roles, from terrorist uh -huh. to Santa to beekeeper to daddy. To, <laughs> you know, I have a million ideas for you for your character. Okay, if you get bored. Thank you so so much because I have, uh, I have a backstage.com profile. I've been on four different things. I 
did a commercial for Kaiser. I did hey, a commercial for. I know my people. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. So thank you so much for telling me that story because you're right. The more animated we are, the more emotional we are with our stories, the more connection we create. And and this is really good because in about a week, uh, sorry, in about a month and a half, I got to go up on stage and speak, talk about home studios at PodFest. And I'm still figuring out, okay, how do I even start? So this is going to be really good because you're an expert at live video, at live anything, right? You, we're live no matter where we are. So this is going to be great. What's keeping you motivated to keep coming back and doing this? Oh wait, back up because back up because I like what you were saying about you going to be going on stage. I wanted to answer. Right, so I'm going to be going on stage, and I'm still figuring out what story to that I'm going to share mm -hmm. about home studios. I mean, I do have a story that I'm thinking that should work. It should make a point. But being a podcaster, being somebody who wanted to create video, I solved my own problem. So this is great. So I coach on this exactly a lot because sometimes people, it is kind of, we're, we're kind of caught up now with all the stories and reels and all, we're going to have to knock things. Well, this is interesting. Yeah. Uh, what if you were to reverse engineer it? You know, I had somebody speak the other day. It was like, she was, she spoke with this group and I watched it and I gave her feedback. I'm mentoring her. And I said, it was too long. You know, it was just mm -hmm. too much. I said, she was trying to, you know, they gave, you'll fill up the space of what they give you, by the way, they give you yes. 20 minutes, 20 we'll minutes. Talk, right. So I say, let's get this, let's get, what is the number one thing you want them to feel by watching you, you know, mm -hmm. because the feeling people like, well, I don't know. How do you even define that? Well, if they were watching, you know, j j is, am I saying it right? Janae? Janae, like, like lemonade. Yeah. Yeah. That, I like it. I mean, I go, Janae, I like that name. <laughs> Sounds so good, but maybe I'm making up the enunciation because I'm a voice coach. <laughs> But I think if you if you were to really look at what you know, what is it that we really want them to come away? Are they going to be bored watching you? Are mm -hmm. they going to be excited? What, what are they going to think by watching you? Now, you can't control it. But what you no can way. control is how you're showing up. And showing up has a sound. That's why I love my mentor. That's why I study this, just like you study equipment and video and all that. It's just so amazing. We're so similar because we care about aesthetics. Like, how is it looking? How is it sounding? You're, yeah. you're a major on the sound. I'm a major on the sound of what is your voice? I've seen mm -hmm. these mega ton tunnels, funnels and websites that are you know beautiful and they're this and they're that. They speak on the camera and it's a dud. You know, it's yeah. a dud. So it's, I think- <laughs> Yeah, right. What do you what have you seen? It's like I saw this beautiful page and then I turned the video. I'm like, I can't hear the audio. The lighting is all off. You know what I say? I say I tell my people, I said, listen, don't make your audience run on a treadmill because, you know, you don't want them to do the work. They need to step back and watch you and mm -hmm. maybe take action by questioning. I think I think that's another thing too. I mean, I, I'll work with you on that if you need ideas. Oh yes, it, please. But it's always, it is about testing. And I think with your tone of voice, because you do have more of that monotone, deep voice, you know, you're kind of that tech serious person. <laughs> well, we're gonna light a fire on your butt, but not a oh, fake yeah. fire. <laughs> right, oh yeah. I think you can do so much with that voice of yours. <laughs> Well, thank you're you so much. Change, you're going to change who you are. I tell people that, like, listen, none of us are going to really change who we are, but mm -hmm. sometimes we might pace a little bit more. We might, you know, I teach, uh, you're talking about some tips. Can I 
share? Oh yeah, we can jump right into it, yeah. Yeah, like, well, one of the tips, I mean, I know this sounds like jargon to some people who have studied, you know, theater or voice and stuff, but most people haven't, I never did. I never analyzed how I sound, but it actually, great speakers do uh, about five different things. One is that they've got a pitch, okay? It's gonna Mm -hmm. be high, high when they get excited or it's going to be low, like really low down here, or you're in the middle, you kind of have, mm-hmm. but if you keep the pitch at the same all the time, it really is becomes monotone. Yeah. So that, you know, that can bore people. And then another one, the pacing, you kind of are a pacer, you pace pretty good, right? I mean, we all do. I think so. <laughs> we're kind of pacing. But when you're speaking on a stage, or when you are doing live, uh, one of the things I did learn is how to pause, mm-hmm. not pause fake, but then just speed it up because when you speed it up, there's like excitement. Mm. But I see so many people, they're excited. We're going to do this thing. And it's the same thing. So pace. And then another real quick one is volume. Like I told you, my mentor is like, you need to be louder. You know what? There's an epidemic right now of people whispering. You know how I know? Oh my God. Not sure. Have you ever watched those reality shows? I have not. I have not have seen those reality shows. Uh, see, some of your audience has. <laughs> They're very popular, <laughs> and I hate them. But I watch them once in a while because they talk so weird. They're not talking normal. They're not breathing. Mm. So anyway, so that's another one. Your volume, and then your tone. You know, some people are very airy, like Marilyn Monroe. They're not breathing. They don't have depth to their, their thing. So that's another tip of, you know, that. And then right. just melody. I think that's when I watch these videos that they seem sometimes to have no melody. Like there's nothing differentiating. So I have a million tips. You could just No, no, that's me. that's really, really <laughs> good because um, when you said some people whisper, it actually reminded me of Seinfeld episode where it was the low talker. Like he's a low talker. <laughs> And he ends up with his frilly shirt on the stage. <laughs> really? He was a low talker? I love that. So oh I was like, okay. So it's relating back. So it totally makes sense because you got to be animated with your voice. You got to be interesting to the person listening to you. And the beautiful thing about podcasting is it gave me that practice that I needed. Like yeah. I was talking to myself for a whole year in my car, <laughs> trying to talk myself crazy about beekeeping and, and the different life cycles of bees. And then in fact, I even recorded a two and a half hour long story that became a book. Two and, and a half had, hours? That's a that's a Netflix series. It is a Netflix series. It was like 17,000 words. This guy was like, dude, I just need 3,000 words. Like, I don't know how to control that. I just spoke what I spoke. So anyways, oh, God, that's funny. he was like, do you want to write a book? I'm like, I'll get back to it. Yeah. So that was one of the goals for 2021 and 22. So, well, it'll, it'll get there. I know that I have a book in me, but telling stories so mm-hmm. is so powerful. And I'm, I'm reading a book by... Matthew Dix, and it's called Story Worthy. And this guy gives you, he's like, I've given my students a homework for life. I'm like, what is homework for life? He's like, every single day, at the end of the day, take five minutes, 
and write down what something that was really like something that happened in your day. And what, what that does that now you can recall that story back. Well, well welcome to, <laughs> I don't know if you're doing a lot of stories on Facebook or reels on Instagram and Facebook. And right now, Instagram is, I mean, sorry, Facebook is really pushing, you know, yeah, pushing, pushing those for reels, yeah. reels and even want to pay you for it. So it, it <laughs> that's what it is. Exactly what you just that's said. It. Listen, yeah. I was in the gym yesterday taking a dance class and now I'm thinking, okay, it's trending. Okay. I got to tell, I don't want to talk about my life every second. It's like, are you kidding? I'm like, some of these people, you know, some of these social media say, turn it off. Selena Gomez, yeah. who has 50 million followers or something like that, hasn't been on the internet in four years. That's said, true. She said, I'm done. I needed to take a break. And then she goes, yeah, I feel like a human again. I'm thinking, well, what are we doing? Are we just out here all the time? <laughs> but I thought, no, it's my business. Yes. I, I got out. This is an example. I got out of the gym. I worked out and I thought, okay, two things happening. I want to just, I'm not pressuring myself. I'm not trying to be under pressure, but I'm also knowing if you're not growing your business using social media, you're going to fall off and you're not going to have them. So True. I got on, on a little <laughs> reel, had a cute little film. I've been all sweaty, but it cleaned it up a little bit. And I just was going on about, I've been juicing right now and I'm following, have you ever heard of the medical medium? Anthony I have not really? heard of medical medium, but I, yeah, I know juicing. Yeah, he's he's really big. Uh, Robert De Niro follows him, Gwyneth Paltrow. Ooh. He's just, he's brilliant. He actually is a medical medium and he's genius on, on nice. health. So I just was talking about, you know, I have 60 seconds. So I'm telling this little thing like about, you know, I'm feeling great. And then I just throw in a little thing and go, hey, you want to come alive? Come over to my group, come alive on camera. You're going to, you know, because you got to be able to think if you're going to go on video. Yeah. So I'm merging life with the business in a way. And they don't do it all the time, but yeah. that's what we're talking about, right? Stories. That's that what we're telling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. I love this conversation so much, but we <laughs> don't have enough time. <laughs> I always, I just want you to know, don't feel bad. Everyone that says they're going to do a podcast with me for 30 minutes, they're like, they always break their promise to go. Because I'm fun. That's what you have to be. You have to be exciting. That's what That's being right. on video and speaking on a stage is. If you go up there and you're fun, people are going to, they don't care. They don't need all the words. You could have one story, you know, Janae, one, one or two things. That's it. I mean, some That's cool it. stuff. Just need one story. Yeah. Well, it's been really awesome talking with you. We're going to take a break. Cool. And come right back. Awesome. <laughs> All right, we're fun. I love you know you're so smart too. Like you get what I'm saying. Like some people are really slow. Like, like huh? we're like what really quick. About? Come <laughs> on. So well, I only invite people that I like. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad. I like. I agree. I don't like. I, did I tell you I did a video? I think I did a live on this. I, this girl wanted to interview me to see if I was okay to be on her podcast. <laughs> So listen, I go, I should tell you this. I'm not gonna, so I go and we're going to just be on a Zoom, you know, to see if she, you know, what she's about. Her bedroom has her bed unmade. Her clothes are there. Her shit's everywhere. She's in the dark. She's, and all she did was talk, 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 talk. Then she tells me, okay, so tell me what you do. The whole time was her. And I'm thinking, I said, well, first of all, let me ask you a question. Is that your set? <laughs> so I must have like turned her off because I'm sorry you just needed me for the first time with that shit behind you and then then I tell her my soul I said well this is what I talked about I told her all my stuff and she goes she looks at me and she goes I don't really think people are interested in that I go really so I started laughing I go 
I, for one second, I was going to do a Will Smith. And then I thought, no, <laughs> now we have a new name. I go, really? You don't think people are interested about coming alive and having confidence? And she goes, I don't really get that. And I thought, I get it. What a loser, you know? And then I went live right after. When you get, when you get on shitty stuff, it gives you so much you, content. Yes, so much to talk about. <clears throat> oh, my God. To you. Sorry, I could go off forever. Welcome back. We are back with Lisa. We've been talking about tone reeling in your voice and how you present yourself on live video she's an expert in these uh she's been she's an expert in live video video gosh darn it i've got the word welcome so back <laughs> lisa is a live video expert she's amazing in so many different things she's uh she's worked with amazing human beings like tony robbins roger love and names that I can't remember. There's there's so big name that I can't even. <laughs> oh my god, this is so bad. <laughs> Cut. Cut. <laughs> Don't use that. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Thank you so much for making it past the hub. We're talking with Lisa Monette, and we heard some really amazing things. Her story is amazing she's worked with a lot of amazing people tony robbins i grew up on that guy i mean it was 1990 it was 1999 when i got his cds and i'm listening to those Hi. cds the personal power and this lady's worked with people and worked with tony robbins on how to present so we got some really good tips on how to really reel in your voice and she gave if you haven't listened to the previous part of the episode go back and listen to it she's got five four or five different points let's um let's cue them in so lisa uh they were <clears throat> having your pitch having the pace of your mm -hmm. of your sound mm -hmm. and having the volume. the volume bring the volume down and the tone be able to Go up and down in your tone, just like we love the four seasons. What do we? Why do we love the four seasons? Because yeah. the change, it's so beautiful. You got to bring that to your voice when you're on the stage. And I'm learning a lot from it because in a week and a half, in a month and a half, I'm going to be on stage at PodFest talking to you guys about home studio mastery. See, I think you should come out doing, you know, disco dancing and blow their mind. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because this is another thing I, I coached on or I do coach on. Is it like anything in life, we have to be able to stretch, okay? Mm -hmm. Because if we stay in the comfort zone all the time, then we're just, we're holding ourselves in this container of who we are. But what yeah. gets people confused is they think, I just want to be authentic. Great. You are authentic, but you can be <laughs> authentic and boring as shit, okay? Or hell, whatever word, right? <laughs> But, yes. but you do, the better, listen, the more you practice, that's why I love coaching and helping people. Look at all the great Academy Award winning actors or musicians, or they, they all have coaches. Look at these guys, the NFLs, take the sports, the, the Olympic skaters. I mean, my, my daughter grew up with uh, Olympic ice skaters. I did a bunch of makeup for NBC Wide World Sports and the Olympics and things. So, but these people are so good at what they're doing, but they still have a coach. You know, so sometimes you got to be coached to bring things out even more. That's right. That's right. You gotta be. You gotta be coachable. First of all, forget about having a coach. You gotta be coachable. 
coachable. If yes. you're not coachable, if you not if you're not looking to grow, then you're in the wrong business. Right. right. And so when you stretch, so that's the point. Like I'll try to I'll give people exercises sometimes in my my challenges or my workshop is to try something you haven't done before. I believe that that we are all characters. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're in a movie called Our Life. Who is it? Uh, Shakespeare says we're all theater and we're all a stage and actors, whatever that, you know, that quote from Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. But he's absolutely right. Same thing with Aristotle. Same thing had the, the whole quote about we're all in a theater right now. You get to pick the role that you want. You might have a role today that says mother or father or the role today that's business person. But the point is we don't have to put on our nowadays what's changed, which makes it great is so many people are all like stuck that they have to have the corporate voice. This is my corporate voice. This is my podcast voice. This is my stage <laughs> voice. Now, how about just you? Like just, I talk like this everywhere, right? Can we just bring you? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> but if you do have 500 people or a thousand or three, it's the volume that will hit it. But the same thing, if you've got grid microphones, as you well know, you don't, mm -hmm. you, know, you don't have to yell. We're not trying to get to the back of the rafters. You know, sometimes people overdo it. Yeah. But it, it's a game. I think it's a game and you get to play and you get to test it. My thing is, you know, I love live because I don't know what's going to come out of me. I do have a system that I use that I teach. But then yeah. at the end of the day, I let it go. Whatever flows out, it's what I did, you know? You guys that, that edit. Now, I've done, uh, of course, I love editing, but you guys cheat. You're like, oh, we're going to cheat. We're going to take that out. Hey, man, try talking right now with no editing. <laughs> right? Amen. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why I limit how much edits we're doing. Make sure that it's like sometimes we have a conversation. We don't have to edit anything at all. We just put the intros and the outros and we're good to go. Uh -oh. <laughs> but sometimes you make mistakes and, you know, that's totally fine. Just totally fine. I love editing and I love filters. <laughs> Got to use filters. All right. So towards the end of the episode, I like to do these fast questions. And okay. if you don't remember your answers from the, the questionnaire, don't worry about it. Nobody else sees it but me. <laughs> All right. What is the one hobby that you, that you wish you got into? Oh, hobby. I remember you asked that question. Uh, one that I wish for sure would have been playing the piano. Mm. I grew up taking ballet and jazz, and I took training with the cast of West Side Story. And mm. I always was around musicians and singers and dancers. And I remember taking jazz classes and even ballet classes where they'd be in there live at the piano. So nice. um, I think that's one hobby. I'm many, but probably um, more sailing. I'd love to have sailed more. My dad had a sailboat when we were growing up, and then we had to get rid of it because my mother was scared to death because my dad had no sailing skills. <laughs> but sailing. Well, you got to start somewhere. Exactly. I was, <laughs> you want to hear a quick story? So I remember being five years old. We go to Catalina, right? Island outside of California. Mm -hmm. And we, my dad is healing over 36 foot sailboat, right? And he's got his family. I'm five, you know, my sister, I was like 10. And my mother's petrified. The boat is looking like it's going to just get. And I remember as a little kid, all I remember is going, wow, this is so much fun. And I put my hand down in the water. And I remember my mom going, Lisa. And I went, oh, this is so fun. And then we got to Catalina. It was turquoise. And then we came back. My mom says, you're selling the boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a beautiful story. I love that. <clears throat> so next question. What did you want to be when you were a child? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be a ice skater 
and a dancer, those two things. I took ice skating when I was 10 years old and I took from uh, a really cool rink in Pasadena, California. Mm -hmm. And, but I was sharing a lesson with a girlfriend and anyway, I was really good at it. But uh, the coach came to my parents and said, she should go to the Olympics. She's so great. We want to train her. But my parents were both working and they're like, that's ice skating, whatever. And so I was crushed. So I didn't oh, get to goodness. stay in it. So that when I was a little kid, but my daughter ended up skating with Olympic champions. That's there you go. There you and go. then you I wanted to be a dancer. I took dancing my whole life with the best trainers in Hollywood and LA. And oh, there just was no, there was no business for it in those days. You know what I mean? Everything changed so much with the internet and uh, yeah. MTV. And it was just, I already was out of it, but I've danced yeah. my whole life. But I have to say, I was living in Las Vegas at one time. I still live in Las Vegas now, but these women wanted me to teach them how to do thriller to Michael Jackson. Ooh. And they wanted to pay me. So they paid me to teach them how to dance. So I was a professional dancer in Las Vegas. Yay! Oh my God. That's so amazing. I still don't have the moves down for. I know it's fun. <laughs> I'll teach you if you need it. Awesome. Next one. What is your favorite movie or TV show? Oh, wow. What did I say on the thing? I have so many. Gosh. Just pick one. one. You know, when people ask you that, what's your favorite movie? You know how those of us that watch a thousand movies, we go, what what year when I was born? Which year are you talking about? What did we talk? West Side Story when I was, you know, a little girl. Are we talking, uh, you know, The Godfather and then what, 70s, 80s? There's just so many. I just, I love great, um, uh, scent of a woman. Uh, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a few good men in there, you know, a few good men. Yes. Ha ha ha. Cute. I did. I don't know why I'm obsessed. You know why I got obsessed with a few good men? I think when I think back now, I wasn't even doing what I'm obviously coaching anything, mm -hmm. but do you know that, um, what's his name? Uh, the older actor that was in it. Al Pacino. Um, no, no, a few good men. You're so cute. You haven't seen it. It was with, um, it was with Tom Cruise. Okay. And and uh, who's the Laker fan? What's his name? The you Laker know, the, fan. Yeah, the, the guy that's in a few good men. Oh my gosh. Oh, he's so funny. I can't believe we're here. Google that. Stop. <laughs> I know. As Kevin Bacon, Jack Nicholson. There we go. Back up. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Well, I love this movie, A Few Good Men. And the thing about A Few Good Men, why I think I watched it so many times is that that was the first time I think in history that um, Jack Nicholson, I believe, and I think it was that movie came out in the 80s or early 92. 90s. 92, 92. He got paid, I think, a million dollars, one or two million, and he had three scenes. He has one line in Cuba, he has one line in the office, and he has the famous line at the end, you know. He says, I want the truth. He goes, you can't handle the truth. So I, I, this acting and then Debbie Moore and then, uh, you know, Tom Cruise just flips out. So I think that's one of the, you know, one of the reasons I watched it many times, but I've watched, there's so many. Television, so many Schitt's movies. Creek. I still well, love Schitt's Creek. It's so funny. You're going to love the next question then, Lisa. What's that? What movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? Oh my God. Why did I wish I had known these questions before? What movie would I played if I could have been the character in it? Let me think for a second. Oh my God. Probably Anita and West Side Story because I would have got to dance. Oh, yes. <laughs> Bring on that's, Anita. That's why. We have a new contender. <laughs> yeah. Thank oh you. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Next question is Who is your favorite superhero? 
oh as you mean like superman and marvel superhero characters. superhero power pick yeah you take your pick oh my god that is so not me <laughs> so <laughs> that's funny it's okay I'm that i ask questions that i'm interested in answers to you know so that's like such a that's such a janae question like that's such a janae question you know, super me myself and i all right here's one superhero okay when I was younger, like when I was a flight attendant, people used to say I look like uh, Wonder Woman. They're like, are there you, you Wonder go. Woman? But I never, I thought she was kind of Hollywood tacky. But when my daughter was a little girl and she was on the staircase, she was obsessed with a superpowered cartoon character called Shira, Princess oh, yes. Power. Do you remember Shira, Princess Power? I remember Power? Shira, yes. Right. So She's my so daughter awesome. would scream this out, Shira, Princess Power, and she'd jump off the, you know, off the stairs. So... I guess does that qualify? I think that qualifies. That's a superhero. <clears throat> Last question. I think it's gonna be a fun one. Let's see if you and I, I don't put these ones in the questionnaire because I want that. What's that? What's that thing that people do on on uh, TikTok when you're doing uh, a blind challenge kind of thing? Like spontaneity or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. In? yeah. Or roast. if you were a board game, what would oh. it be? the board game oh a board game a board be, game yeah well i would if i was a board game <clears throat> excuse me what i'm obsessed with i used to play all the time is um backgammon, backgammon. and i'm really good at it because i can kick ass in it and i know how to move on it and i can pretend that i'm not going to do <laughs> something jump on it so it's one of the board does that qualify that backgammon? absolutely does yeah i love it <clears throat> if you play it with the Middle Eastern people, they their boards, as you might know, are, I don't know, in India or what certain countries, but they're made out of wood and they slam it and they slam it and they slam it. Then when oh, they started doing backgammon in the United States, people, they had about, you know, with leather and it was like yeah. padding. No, no, you got to play with the Greeks. I was married to a Greek. They like slam it. I was like fast. And then you try to cheat really quick. It's like, no, no, you can't cheat. You got to do the right way. That's <laughs> no. too funny. That's too funny. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate all the beautiful, amazing stories that you've shared with us and the Aww. tips that people can immediately start using to be a better live video presenter or just speaking in general in front of audiences because that's a talent that you got to really practice. And I had to practice my, my, <laughs> I had to practice a lot to get this good on video and being able to talk and tell a story. So thank you so much. See, that's and so good. Thank you for having me because, you know, one of the things like being, having charisma and being dynamic, everyone's different. You know, we've all got different personalities, but I think if you can trust yourself that it's okay to play like a game and to not feel like you're being judged, like there's a big judgment and you get, yeah. you get messy. You get sloppy. I mean, you get you have fun things. You let something be a little crazy or whatever. You can cheat, you know, with notes. Lots of That's notes. That's right. You got to have the notes too. Yeah, so you but can... you don't have to get stuck on them, you know. And exactly. I say anytime, just you know, my 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 wish for your audience is that everyone really goes out and share something that's exciting and fun and also learn to intertwine it with your business but don't be boring right Oops. absolutely <laughs> well lisa thank you so much again for the opportunity we'll talk to you soon thank you thank you for listening to hacks and hobbies 
You can find additional information on the guest today on their website, hacksandhobbies.com. Please feel free to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on upcoming interviews with amazing guests.